Welcome to the ship show and it is going to be an absolute ship show if you you know you know you know more positivity from Amanda Valionis. Yeah, we know. Welcome to the ship show, part of the Callaway Podcast Network. We need to get longer music because I have all this stuff to read. Oh. And I feel like I should be reading the ship show, part of the well, Callaway Podcast Network. Are you subscribed? If not, yeah. subscribe. Well, you know, reviews, that song is actually, phone number. it's like two and a half minutes. So if you want more music, we yeah. have it. Well, I mean, don't you think it would be better if like, hey, Daniel, can you just like re-rack and play the music? <laughs> Wait, I have the whole song. Let me send it all to right, you. We'll just, all right, Lex is going to send you the song um, because I, I have an idea of how the open could be better for this show. Maybe Amanda was right. Maybe she was. Did you right. see her interview Maybe she it's did this be an weekend? Absolute ship show. No, I didn't. Did you see her when you were in Memphis? I didn't. She wasn't there when I got there. Oh, okay. She, we, I left the day that she left. Oh. For do you think that Memphis. was on purpose? No, because we hang out now. All right. So, like, I could be saying during all this, "Hey, welcome to the ship show." Jeff and Lex here, part of the Callaway Podcast Network. Are you subscribed to the show? I hope so. We're up to 48 reviews. We need to get to 75 before people win stuff. Yep. ShipshowCallawayGolf.com is the email. And call us at 760-804-GOLF. And then we can slowly, slowly fade the music fade out, out. And then we start the show. Yeah. You know, I like it. We I just add a little right. production value to the show. What do you think, Daniel? Mm. Is that good for you? <laughs> you don't have a mic today, so you're just giving us thumbs up. Yeah, all right. thumbs. Well, I'll ask you all yes and no questions, and you can do it that way. You probably noticed the Gus's Fried Chicken logo next to me um if you're watching on youtube yeah which you should be you should be or on apple tv we'll get to that in a minute but first i want to start off um we don't always do serious stuff on here we don't always do golf on here that's true but, that's what um, some of the reviews say yeah i've noticed that i've noticed that but uh chip brewer our ceo had a wonderful statement he released yesterday uh basically saying if you need to blame anybody for what happened uh over at the british open some call the open championship with uh, driver testing blame him and uh, there's something uh, a wise man once said, take radical responsibility for your actions. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was displayed not just internally by Chip, but public facing. Yeah. So just wanted to say kudos to him. If you haven't read, uh, Rex Hoggard wrote an excellent article basically saying uh, what a dumpster fire the whole issue of driver testing is. Uh, Mike Stachero wrote an excellent article, and you can read Chip's entire statement on both of those um, publications, and probably others have picked it up. But I just want to say kudos to Chip for uh, taking a stand and saying something. And uh, hey, you know, I think at the end of the day, what I don't want is in 10 years from now, people to think of Xander and driver testing. Yeah. Um, because again, blame us if you want to blame anybody. Mm -hmm. um, but this shouldn't be the Xander thing, just like, you know, do you know who Kurt Flood is? No. Oh, got him all. Should I? He, he was the first free agent in baseball. And oh. as we're approaching trade deadline in hours. Yes. Um, you know, or that's tomorrow, actually. But we still are within hours. You know, he's thought of as, as sort of why free agency. It's the Kurt Flood rule. Mm -hmm. I don't want this to be the Xander implication at all for, no. for driver testing. And it shouldn't be. So blame it on he's us gonna if you want He's going to do a lot more memorable stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that. we saw him yesterday. <laughs> he was him. out here doing a uh, kids clinic because the Callaway AJGA event is in town, mm -hmm. uh, down at the farm. Some of the top juniors in the world are here playing, which is uh, awesome. And uh, we'll have some of that content from Xander yesterday soon. But just wanted to mention that. All right, let's talk the rest of the golf so all you yeah. golf people can uh, get off us for, for <laughs> before we transition into baseball and the Bachelorette and all the other fun things. Uh, we even have some Miles the Cat news. That's pretty exciting. Whoop, whoop. But uh, you were in Memphis. I was. So I would like to hear a Memphis recap. Memphis recap. So I went to Memphis for um, about four days with our buddy Joe House. And I think we it's a miracle we didn't end up like rolling out of there because of how much food we ate. Um, but did, I had, did House. Let me ask you this. Did House 
eat all the food or did he order all the food? Because there's some people, some critics out there, some haters who say Joe House is an amazing orderer, mm -hmm. but not always the most complete consumer of the food he orders. There is only one meal in which we out, we truly out ordered. There was okay. only one. Which one was that? You got to give us the info. It was at Gus's with Danny Willett. Yeah, but Gus's that doesn't count because that was production. We and, we and ordered we ordered for the visuals. Yeah, exactly. Like exactly. we didn't want to just have like four pieces of fried chicken right. sitting in front. Well, more than four, but yeah. so we ordered more there. But everywhere nice. else, um, I think really at Hog and Hominy. So there's this place called Hog and Hominy, which is delicious, and the chefs were actually featured in that magazine right next to you, Pivot oh, nice. Magazine. Um, and by the way, can, can we get this on the wall at some point? Yeah, I talk. Well, I I've been talking to George, our wonderful yeah. facility. He came cover. in and did a couple of things in my office the other day. Yes, he has been doing a few other things, so I'm, we're right. getting there. All right, good. Um, and I really want that jersey gone. It's gonna go. Good. Yes. And that jersey's gonna go. That jersey's definitely gone. That jersey can Nobody stay or go. Nobody needs to see the one above Jeff. No. 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 But well, anyway, that goes to Harry. So we were at Hog and Hominy, and um, they sent out probably like four or five appetizers along with three pizzas. They sent a salad for me because I kept telling House that if I keep eating like all of the Southerners eat, my stomach's probably going to fall out of me because I've been living in California for four years and right. I eat a fairly healthy diet. Um, but really, we House eats a lot. Because he, he preps for dinner. He does. He does. Dinner is his thing and weekends are his thing. Yeah. And when he has a couple glasses of vino, yeah. then it really becomes the thing. Then it's really the thing. But we had a great time at Gus's with Danny Willett. It was yeah. really cool to um, like sit down with him and talk because usually we just see him at these ad shoots. And while we're filming and whatnot, there's not a lot of time to just like get to know him. I didn't right. even know his wife is a chef. Yeah. Like I... That's that's amazing, and it's no wonder he doesn't eat fried chicken that much anymore because his wife is a chef. She's well, not making a lot. Well, of fried plus chicken. he went to college. He went to college in Alabama, right? And he had a lot of he he he, he covered so the fried, fried like chicken. like for me. I went to college in Syracuse. I don't need to see snow ever again. Yeah, I got that out fair. of my system before you. So I want to hear from you because I believe this was the first time you had Gus's fried chicken. It was. I've I've had it many times. Whenever I went to Memphis, that was mm -hmm. always on my list. Whether it was after the game because uh, yeah. they would bring it to us, or I would make my own trip. What did you think of it? I loved it. I thought it was great. However, we went to Atlanta a day later. Right. With I went with Matt and AJ. Did you do lemon pepper in no, Atlanta? We didn't do lemon pepper. We did oh. South. We did South City Kitchen. Oh, lemon have pepper you, wings in Atlanta, Lex. Have you, I Did don't Joe know House this. not teach you anything? He didn't tell me anything about Atlanta. Joe House, what are you doing? That's like one of one of Joe. When you say like one of the great things about Joe House, and there are many, yes. is his word association with food. So, like, for instance, we're doing a, a piece of content somewhere in a state, and I said the name of the state to him, and he immediately goes, oh, we'll have cheese curds. <laughs> and then I said to him something about going traveling through Atlanta one time. He's like, lemon pepper wings. I'm like, had them many times. They're the best. He can name the cuisine you're supposed to have in, each in state. any either state or even he can go city, because in California you can't do it, because it's different in San Diego that's than if true. you're up in Napa Valley. Yeah. So... That's one of the great things. We should do that next time we see House. Yeah. We should go through. You know how like kids do the states and capitals? We should have <laughs> yes. House do each capital city and then the food associated with it. That would be great. Well, one thing that I really wanted to do with him right across the street from this Gus's that mm -hmm. we went to is a place called Gibson's Donuts. And yeah. So I, had, I had lunch with these two locals one day that I was there without House. And, um, and they were telling me that like above – even the fried chicken or the barbecue, you have to go get a Gibson's donut. So I did that. And how and was I, that? 
it was amazing. The lemon drop was like so. The what best what's lemon your what's your donut had. strategy? My donut strategy? Yeah. Well, I have to get. I'm a cake donut person. The Are like you? regular donuts kind of mess with my stomach. I'm telling huh. you, I've, had, I've got a sensitive tummy these days. I don't know where it came from. Well, it probably came from California and, and and working in a barn. Possibly. All right. Um, but that's my strategy. I get don I get some drops like donut holes, and then I get like one chocolate or sprinkled cake donut. See, I don't do any of it because I'm not doing any of the carbs. Yeah, but when but you did, when I did, I would go for the old-fashioned donut, Ooh. like no glaze, no nothing, just an old-fashioned donut. That's um, the test of a true donut. Shop. Yeah, yeah. So like VG's has a really good one locally here. Mm-hmm. There's a new donut shop that just opened up um, in the Highlands that oh. supposedly is pretty good. I, I forget the name of it. of it. We'll have to check it out. Yeah, yeah. Once, once, once carbs come back in my oh, yeah. world, which who knows when that'll be. That's my trip to Memphis. All right. Food. Uh, this is the last week of the regular season for tour pros before the playoffs, and nobody cares. No. They just announced a schedule yesterday where they have 49 events next year. Um, I'm assuming they'll figure out in upcoming years how to play during Christmas. Uh, it's too much golf, people. We need no, to take some time off NBA. of golf. NBA. We like to watch the NBA on Christmas Day. Well, yeah. I, I love to watch, not work. Um, that was always fun. But I, I would say this. The one thing is, so this week we have our very first NFL game. Thursday night, the Hall of Fame mm-hmm. game, I believe. Harry's crappy Falcons play uh, the Denver Broncos. Yes, that is correct. And I'm excited for football to come back because I haven't seen a football game since February. I know. It's so like, nice to have that I get break. it. We don't need to have that long a break in golf. Yeah. But see, when I was younger, back in my day when I was <laughs> sitting on my lawn, if Harry were here, he would agree with back me. They day. used to finish at Disney, which was always like a fun event because yeah. the golf courses are right on the property and you could like have blimp shots showing the, the Magic Kingdom. It was always fun when Golf Channel had it because Universal bought them and they would not want to show the Disney Park even though they're at Disney because yeah. corporate people who don't have any touch with reality would get involved with production but then they would just go away and then you'd be excited when they'd come back in hawaii in january it's and it was true. always like a second or third week into january absence makes the heart grow fonder yeah so we need to uh we need to do that um all right speaking of things that are not going away um have you uh, you talked about this with harry have you have you hit these epic forged irons yet no i haven't but i've been gone since we did that podcast i've been oh, out. i figured so you would have got them that go, day i need to go well you got to do them quick because we only have another month left with <laughs> harry know. but this friday epic forged the epic flash star family which are both woods and irons mm-hmm. uh and the brand new epic hybrid or some call it a hybrid, hybrid. are coming uh into stores uh, so you can buy them, take them home. You can actually go now and get fit. Pre-sale. They're they're in fitting carts, and you could pre-sale, and you could order them. Um, I'm telling you, I've played a couple rounds with the Epic Forged, and uh, one round was one of the best ones I've had in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, wh- when you hit them, these things just go forever. The Forged feeling is really good. Look, the last set of Epic Irons didn't sound good. Yeah. Like, we, we, we own it. We, we didn't did. sound good. These sound phenomenal. Um, if you're kind of into the ultra-premium thing, like if if you're sitting there shopping for you know yellow Ferraris and Teslas and stuff like that, go check Jesus. these irons out. And if you're not shopping for Ferraris and Teslas, these are way cheaper than Ferraris and Teslas. <laughs> so like yeah. you can still have a premium thing. Like I know I will never have a uh, hundred thousand dollar car, yeah, but I could have the most premium iron yes. because they're not that much money. They're really not. They're like it's like an iron set of irons or a couch. Yeah, and the best way to learn about these irons is watch Callaway Talks, starring featuring uh, Yodi Nevs. <laughs> Specs Neville and Doc broke it down, but they give you all the information. Let's put a link to that in the show notes. Yep. Uh, that is something we want to watch. All right. When we come back, we will not have AJ's account to follow because I don't know if you notice AJ's <laughs> not in here. Uh, we will talk a little summer baseball, but more importantly right now, Lex, last night was a huge night on the uh, mm. ABC television network. Our it buddy sure Chris was. Harrison live 
uh, on TV. Two night finale. You're watching tonight. I am. You watched last night. I don't care how long this recap goes, but Daniel, can you hit the intro for us? Chris Harrison here. Uh, hey, if you don't have time to watch the full two hours, the most dramatic shows ever, don't worry. Lex is here with her Bachelorette one minute ish recap. Okay, so there we're picking up in Greece. Well, we started live, then we're picking up in Greece. Hannah says that she knows she's going to break one of the guy's hearts along with breaking her own. Tyler and Jed get the roses, which means that Pilot Pete, America's sweetheart, is going home. He says that she will always have a piece of his heart, and then we're back live in studio with Chris and Peter, and Peter says that he's trying to move on, he's doing his best, and then Hannah comes out, and they look really happy to see each other, and they had like a fairly good conversation, and then Hannah revealed that they actually had sex four times in the windmill instead of two. Um, Peter's parents are super gracious and super sweet, and then we go back to Greece, and we see Tyler meet Hannah's family and he tells her mom that he wants Hannah to be the mother of his children and to like lead their family in faith and that um that he just like he really loves her and then he Hannah's dad says that he respects Tyler so that one went really well but then Jed meets Hannah's family and they're really alarmed by his choice of music career and they're worried about him having money and providing for her and Hannah tells her dad that like she'll be successful so she can provide for herself but he her dad says that he also has a responsibility of like giving her something and he says that he doesn't want her to settle and then Hannah thinks that she needs clarity and she feels really confused and she doesn't want to choose one guy and then wonder what if with the other guy so then they have their last two dates and Tyler and Hannah will ride horses because it didn't go so well the first time when they rode them in the Netherlands. They have a picnic. It's really nice. And later they talk about like their life together. And he, she says that she could see like being in his arms forever. So all trains are leading to Tyler, except until you see her with Jed, they go on a boat and she gets really seasick. And then she gets really angry because she's sick and nobody likes being sick no. and she's feeling confused and she's feeling like I, it looks like she wants to pick Jed and everything else outside of her is telling her don't pick Jed. He's not giving her parents the confirmation that they need that he's going to provide for her and be there for her and that he's like not doing this for his music career. And um, later, Jed tells her that he can't picture his life without her, but her face doesn't really say that like she really believes that. And lastly, we're back live and we get this message from Hannah that she doesn't know what's going to happen tomorrow, which is now today. Um, but she has a lot of questions that she wants answered. And Chris tells all of Bachelor Nation to get a lot of rest because it's going to be wild. Yeah. So so when, when I mean, the job is to get you to watch the next show, right? That's true. But and I will say this from the previews. Right. Watching the teaser. My theory mm -hmm. is that she did. Wait, wait, wait. Do we need to do a spoiler alert here in case people or you? This is just a theory this you're based This is my theory. So this I is do public not, information I do not anybody has. I have not talked to Chris. I have not talked to anybody okay. that I know affiliated, which is not a lot of people. <laughs> you're right. Um, but my theory from watching the trailer is that she picks Jed, mm -hmm. sends Tyler home, picks Jed. Mm -hmm. Then. Which Tyler is this? <laughs> this would be T3, T3 for us. Okay, got it. Um, so sends Tyler home, and they go to these happy couple weekends while the show is airing, like right. outside of it. So in like Palm Springs or wherever. Right. That's where they're rumored to go. Right. And then they're going to bring cameras when Jed's girlfriend news breaks. Ah. And have this conversation because you see Hannah saying, how could you tell me that like you were ready to get engaged? Right. And so that's what I think is going to happen because Tyler. So then they'll Tyler break. So ready. then they'll break up during the finale tonight. Is your prediction? 
or maybe or, they already or have. Or they're not together right now, and Got she it. wants to get some answers. So, so if, if you're her, mm-hmm. and we're going, we're definitely not going into golf, folks. So sorry. <laughs> uh, ShipshowCallawayGolf.com. Let us know if you hate this or not. Seven six zero eight zero four golf. If you're watching. Yeah. Uh, maybe someone's watching The Bachelorette only because of this show. We'd love to hear from you. We'll play your I thoughts would. on Thursday. But, like, if you've done this whole season, yeah. if you're Hannah and you've kind of committed your life to this and you end up with nobody, with nothing, yeah. like, like if you kind of go to bring it in baseball terms, O for The Bachelor, yeah. like, what, what happens there? Like, what, what? how do you recover from that? Honestly, Hannah has been such a good bachelorette that – whether or not she ends up with somebody is not going to take away from the fact that she's been a great lead for her life. However, that's, I think that's going to be hard for her. She, she definitely came into it with the right intentions and I, but at the same time, she's 24, probably going to be 25 pretty soon. She has lots of time to find a guy and um, I'm not worried about her, but I think it would definitely, it would definitely feel, it would definitely feel like really um it would be a bummer but like is is what i guess i'm asking as someone who's a fan of the show is it unsatisfying if even i mean forget it forget that you know that they may break up six months from now or whatever a year from now is it unsatisfying to you if at the end of this whole 12 week or whatever 14 week arc we end up with with that no Okay. No, because uh, we. Or have, does that make it more relatable? I think it's much more relatable right. because finding one person that you are choosing out of the twenty something that they give you an option over a brief time period with cameras in your face. Yeah. And windmills. Here's the thing, and windmills. <laughs> here's the thing, Peter and Tyler. While Peter has had his own ex girlfriend come out and right. um, talk to people, Peter broke up with her in December. Jed apparently allegedly mm-hmm. we don't know had, we'll know tonight how we will know tonight jed allegedly did not let his girl go like she had tyler who has no drama she mm-hmm. has peter who has a little mm-hmm. and then she has jed who There's literally still had a girl like i just i think for her it would be kind of a letdown but for as a viewer this show has given us everything that we looked for right. in terms of what we want to watch. And we have Paradise coming up yeah. in a week with the first same-sex relationship we've ever seen on the American show. All right. So, well, again, email us. Call us. <laughs> if you want to talk about The Bachelorette, talk about I'm this, here. Lex should probably do like a live show tonight. Oh while it's while it's airing that but, would be but wild maybe maybe not um all right well <laughs> thursday you'll have to kind of fill everyone in i will tr- as, i will do my what best happened. all right a couple other things um summer baseball um so so the padres entered the all-star break taking three out of four from villard's dodgers yeah best on top of the baseball. world they were uh they, they they were right at 500 um all they had to do was come out and then up until last night when they just destroyed the Orioles, who I don't even know if they're a Major League Baseball team. <laughs> but they hit five home runs yesterday. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, they've Can't laid an egg. worse than the Tigers. They, they've, they've, they've just been brutal. Yeah. Um, my son Landon were 0 for 7 Woo! with him going to games. Like, we, we basically take our season tickets. We trade in to get more tickets when, when my kids are here. Yeah. Amelia had to go back earlier, but Landon's here. We have one more game a week from against... Friday against the Rockies. Okay. And the Rockies always seem to kill the Padres because Charlie Blackman seems to own our pitching staff. I love watching the Rockies um, play in San Diego. Is that weird? A little bit. Yeah. A little weird. Okay. But 
this is this is like what do you make of the fact that Landon's over the summer? I mean, they've lost two extra inning games. <laughs> they've had multiple Aaron games. The, the game they lost this uh, uh, Sunday. Sunday was brutal because they yeah. gave up two runs in the top of the ninth on mm-hmm. just just crap plays. Yeah. What what do you make of Landon's over over the season? I think unfortunately, as a sports fan. Even if you're not superstitious, it's hard to go to games and lose everyone in a row and not yeah. wonder if your presence has something to do with it, especially as a 13-year-old And we sat, we've sat in different seats. Uh-huh. He's eaten different food. Like, we've, really, we've tried different things. Even though you know, like, you're not playing, it's something totally different. It's yeah. just like, Hey, Daniel, when, when, you're, when you're typing and the volume's <laughs> up on your phone, we hear it. <laughs> Sean, stop typing on Daniel's phone. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. This this is the epitome of a ship show. Um, no, I just think as a thirteen year old kid, if it yeah. were me, I would be like, This is my fault. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Well, even though it's not. It might be his fault. How do you know it's not his fault? I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. Because I wasn't there. Let me yeah. tell you, they lost and I wasn't there, so maybe I should go. And, and and the thing the thing that kinda killed me was the one guy I wanted him to see pitch all summer was Chris Paddock. And of course mm, we've missed that. Hopefully yeah. we'll get him the last time around. But Paddock last night was amazing. Five yeah. and a third, only gave up one run. And then Munoz comes in mm-hmm. throwing he's the second hardest uh average pitch speed in all of baseball behind oh, the wow. Cardinals, Jordan Hicks, over hundred miles an hour. Basically threw three pitches, got out of a jam, mm-hmm. and then got out of the next inning. Um, so they definitely have some pieces. Uh, but the big news on Sunday's game was uh, my favorite feline, Miles the Cat, made the Jumbotron. My favorite feline. Yeah. The only one that doesn't make me sneeze. Yeah, at Miles, the Siamese cat is where you want to follow him. You can see his picture. He shared the Jumbotron, not just with anybody, but with World Series MVP with the panda. Yeah. With Pablo Sandoval. So the Padres, if you use the hashtag Padres Pets, Yes, um, that's right. And Friar Faithful, they put pictures up on the Jumbotron. They have the best All Jumbotron in baseball game. throughout it's the game. The and Paige is sitting next to me at one point, and she points. She goes, there's Miles the Cat. And I looked, and they changed it. We were, like, all bummed. Like, oh, my God, he finally got on there. Because she does this almost every game. Yep. She tries to find a cool picture. A lot of it deals with uh, ice cream, the little, you know, the yeah, cones, the, the batting yeah. helmet cones. Mm-hmm. Those are my favorite. Yeah, cup. Uh, so so we had him in front of a couple of those. And, uh, you know, it was, it was clear because we have a very bright couch outside and carpet. And that's yes. where he was sitting with this stuff. Because it's not easy to photograph. No, because he's sleeping most of the time. That's true, but you know, sometimes that it's like it's like the baby photo shoots. You know, it makes for a good opportunity to really pose him. Yeah, but the problem is the seventeen-year-old cat has other things in mind, which is mostly sitting outside, yawning, sleeping. The newest thing is um, he was lost the other day because Landon's sleeping on a on a pullout sofa in the office. And he discovered, because it's, it's not hot here, but yeah. it's warmer than it's been. He goes under that, and there's like a nice cool area where you can hang out with. Oh, and, yeah. And no one would think he would be there, and uh, that's where he's hanging out. Oh, and no. he just does it. He's sleeping. So, like, everyone's yelling, like, Miles, Miles, and, and he's sleeping. And he's just in there so you don't sleeping. know where he is? Yeah, he's just perfectly comfortable, <laughs> relaxing. But Miles on the Jumbotron, we'll, uh, can you post that picture? Just edit this into the thing. Yeah. I have I sent it to you. Yeah. Uh, so that was super exciting. And make sure you file follow Miles the Siamese you can cat. Be the account to follow for yeah. today. All right. That's the that's the account. We tried to get him over a hundred, and he's he's regressed. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't do much, folks. But just follow him. Yeah. I mean, when he when he is doing stuff, he's he's good. I mean, he's for almost it. eighteen years old. You know what that translates into human years? He's I don't in his nineties. I was gonna say, is our cat seven also? Uh, it's, it roughly. Okay. Roughly. But the the you know he's he's not exactly spry. Miles. I'll leave it at that. No, but he's a good kitty. Yeah. Eighty seven. Right. We're at eighty seven. Eighty seven. Wow. Speaking of baseball, the trade deadline tomorrow. 
Yeah. As with everything in baseball, the Mets have completely screwed this up as well. <laughs> I was going to say, what do you think they're going to do with well, Noah Syndergaard? Well, by trading for Stroman, yeah. they basically took all the leverage away from that they had to move Syndergaard because they could have played him against Stroman to potentially get better prospects. Mm-hmm. But so far, they've given up two top 10 prospects for Stroman, who's yep. not signed. They've given up two top 10 prospects for that crappy Cano uh, and Diaz deal, you know, the closer. Mm-hmm. And now they may move him. But basically, the Mets are the only team that's trying to buy and sell at the same time. And they've completely, like, like th- th- there's no market for these guys. Yeah. So now they're saying, oh, we're going to re-sign Stroman, re-sign Wheeler, re-sign Syndergaard. Or potentially, Syndergaard could be more valuable in the offseason. I saw something that said maybe the Padres would take well, Syndergaard. Well, that's what everyone thinks. But, but he, he's not up until 2021. 20, so that'd be fine. The Padres Padres think they can contend next year. I know Villardo's in denial, but the Padres think they can contend next year. Yeah. They need more starting pitching. They do. No offense to the guys they've out there. The best of the bunch is Mackenzie Gore, who who he'll be coming up either at the end of this year or next year. He's he's Kershaw 2.0. He's he's going to be legit. He's the number one guy. Paddock's a number one or number two guy. Mm-hmm. Lucchese, to me, is a number three guy. Yeah. Everything else is kind of up in the air. I love Cal Quantrill. He's pitched great. I love Strom. Um, out of the bullpen. Uh, Lauer's struggled lately. He pitches tonight, I think. But what needs to happen, or today they played noon game, what needs to happen is they need to figure out kind of who's going to be these these aces kind of down the road. So you want to get like a Bauer or a Syndergaard or someone like that, but you can't give up Gore or any of these real top guys, Espinosa. You can't give these guys up. No. Uh, this Morahan guy who they brought up could be traded with Quantrill for somebody. I'd be okay with that. But I, I just think the Mets will screw this up. I think so too. It's it's been like the headline for the last few days that it's just like you can't imagine what more they're going to do, but they're going to figure it out yeah. and they're going to mess it up well, even more. Well, even this though, Lex, even announcing that they won't trade Syndergaard to the Crosstown Yankees is the dumbest thing you could do because all that does is now everyone knows that the Yankees prospects and they have some good ones are yeah. off the table. So well, you just lessened your your leverage. Yeah, and it's more. It's just it's all, and then it's more of a loss for Syndergaard. Like yeah. he's twenty six. He's got he's got a career yeah. going. Like it's I just that's a little petty it's, to me. It's 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 a screwed it's up organization that will continue to be screwed up. Uh, the only good thing about it is it does torture Ethan and AJ. So we do have that <laughs> to benefit from. But what I think is going to be interesting, and, and Tony Gwynn Jr. said it yesterday on on the broadcast, is everybody needs starting pitching. So yeah. so not a lot of teams seem to need hitters. So at that point, if everyone's trying to get the same thing and there's not a lot out of it, like I read the Tigers aren't going to trade Boyd today. No. So now you're looking at like Robbie Ray of, of Arizona is like your guy. Yeah. And he's not that great. It's not like two years ago when the Astros got no. Verlander. There no, just isn't anyone not. out there to me who's like, if you go get this guy, you know, like when Cliff Lee was traded a couple times mm-hmm. or John Lester was traded the one year to the Cubs, it just seems like there's there's things that aren't happening. Do you think that the Dodgers are going to land someone for their – bullpen they have to they have to whatever it takes to get the kid from pittsburgh the lefty because they need a lefty reliever is it vasquez or something yeah the the lefty reliever from pittsburgh they have to go get him Mm -hmm. like i I yell at velardo all the time you need like eight good relievers now the interesting thing the yankees may do the yankees know they need starting pitching they may just say we can't get it just go get three more good relievers and just turn it into four inning games yeah for for their starters, that it's may be the, the move in the postseason. It's not the worst way to play baseball. It won the postseason. Yeah, I hate it. Like Sunday's game was a bullpen game for the Padres, and I hate that they use three pitchers in four innings. Yeah, like it just drives me nuts for the flow of the game. So, all right, two more topics. Two more. Uh, one baseball related. The San Diego Chicken came out of retirement this week. <laughs> I saw if, that. If you're this too weekend. young and don't know who the San Diego Chicken is, just Google it. 
He's one of the all-time great mass box, and I'd like mass to start. Box. I'll talk to our 1090 guys. We got to bring back the chicken, but um, Paige loves the chicken. So Nate Adelman was nice enough. He went Saturday with Yodi Nevs and K Nevs and F Nevs and oh, wow. all the Nevs. All of the Nevs. All the Nevs went with Nate, and uh, they brought us back a chicken bobblehead doll because they were giving them out Saturday, and oh, we didn't cool. go Saturday. So, so Paige Harper, Land, and I are coming up. We had an amazing brunch. If you're in San Diego, Morning Glory, place to go. So Ridiculous. Um, so we are get to the game right at one, right at first pitch. We're coming up the escalator to go in, and who's at the top of the escalator? The chicken. The chicken. Of course. Yeah, so Paige gets a chance to meet the chicken, get a picture with the chicken. Um, you know, this guy's like an icon. He's in. He's like the Philly fanatic on the West Coast. Let's bring him back. Yeah, but he's little, he's less frightening than the fanatic. He's way less frightening because he's a chicken. <laughs> he doesn't have a weird thing yeah. coming out of his nose. Yeah, but the fanatic's phenomenal. But we need to we need the chicken more. And then my pesky bird. Yeah, what the so, heck is the pesky so, bird? So we have a small little patio. Oh, no. And then we have a fire pit with like four chairs yep. kind of sitting out there. There's this one little bird. I mean, he's literally like that big. The chicken would like That's trounce That's a little him. large for a bird. No, it's like this big. It's like a little like finch type bird. Oh, like this bird, I don't know what this thing eats, but all it does is crap. <laughs> and all it does is it, it found it, it comes under our patio and there's like a like a an extension cord where we have some of those. Um, what are those called? Those lights, lights? outside. But the little ones, that, the string lights. Oh, he sits on the edge of it and just craps on, on the carpet and on the patio and everything. And Miles <laughs> kind of goes up to him and Miles just looks at him and then Miles goes to sleep. He's what not much of a hunter anymore. What if Miles? Uh, that would not be good. Miles tends to go under the coffee table when he oh, sleeps yeah. out there, probably to protect himself from his bird. But then the, I go out yesterday, I pull the, the grill cover off, so I was grilling, and I go to put the grill cover on one of the four patio chairs surrounding the fire pit, covered. Oh, gross. so it's like this guy's like like his own. He's always a one bird Air Force. <laughs> so I need to ask from help at shipshowcallawaygolf.com, seven six zero eight zero four golf. I don't want to hurt this bird. No, you should spray. And birds are territorial. So here, here's what I did. I read online that one of the best things to do is they don't like things that move and that are shiny and reflective. So the previous owner of the house has all these nails mm-hmm. up there for. Um, I'm assuming holiday lights. Yeah. So I took a bunch of streamers that I ordered from Amazon and like gold and silver, and I lined <laughs> oh the patio gosh. with these streamers. We went out, come back three hours later, they're gone. Now the, the streamers, streamers they weren't gone? like ripped off like worse. I'm convinced this bird hand removed <laughs> them and like took them. I looked all through the yard. I can't find the streamers. Oh my so I'm gosh. dealing with a pretty smart life form. So here's what I need from everybody. I need everybody to let me know. What is the humane thing to do to this bird? But what can I do to get this bird away? Because the other problem is I have two hummingbird feeders there. Oh, and I love yeah. the hummingbirds. And they come over and they eat frequently. So I don't want to like do something to like make it non-bird friendly. Like Landed, I think, suggested a giant owl. But Yes, the owls work with the pivoting heads. I don't know if it'll work on this guy. But I can't. I unfortunately have dealt with a similar situation before Ooh. when I lived in my um, when I lived in Phoenix. At yeah. my apartment, but the birds there didn't poop everywhere. They just, um, they made this horrible noise, um, lots of squawking. And so then we got an email from our apartment complex that said that they were going to humanely do something for the birds to help the situation. One morning, we all wake up and there are these purple clouds outside in the trees. And there's purple no, clouds there's, in the trees. There's no squawking happening. And then the next day, we heard the saddest squawks ever that was like, wah, wah. and I think they hurt the birds. No, oh, well, I'm not hurting the bird. I know, but I'm just saying, like, people don't know how to deal with birds. Well, that's why I'm asking. ShipshowCallawayGolf.com, 
Call us, 760-804-4653. I've already gotten one suggestion, oh, uh, which I'm assuming came from Sean, who's disturbing Daniel back there, which Sean. is just have, have any chance Alex come over and the two of us could try to catch the bird and then take it somewhere nice and yeah. release it. Here's my problem. I'm pretty sure birds are really smart and territorial. He'll they come are. right back. He will. He He'll will come, right come back. back. We have right. a dove every year at my house. We're about to be joined by a special guest, which is why I'm sort of stalling. Daniel, oh. I just texted you a phone number to call. If you can dial that, that, that person into the pod real quick. We normally don't take phone guests but this is kind of a special reason to kind of um, reiterate on something we're doing and to try to do some good for okay. the world of non-golf podcasting we do yeah. at Callaway Golf. Um, hold on, let's see. Um, Sean wants to know what happens when birds die. I don't know what happens when birds die. I'm assuming all <laughs> birds go to heaven with dogs. I don't but know either. Clearly we're stalling to get stalling. This, uh, this phone do, call dialed do, in. But if, Okay, it's ringing. We'll see what happens here. Do, 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 do. I think that's the right number I sent you. I trust people. This will be worth it if we can make this happen. I'm excited. I'm not going to say it I'm, over the phone. You're not uh, giving me any clues here. I don't know what is happening. Well, that's the whole point of a ship show, Lex. Um, I was going to look something up. Went to voicemail? All oh, right, I'll do it. I'll do it on my end. I'll see if maybe it's because of the caller ID. I got to hold it like this, right? To be able to hear it? Probably. All right. Hello. Hey, I have you on our podcast right now with Lex. Um, we just wanted to to give you 30 seconds to tell people why they should watch tonight's finale of The Bachelorette. Well, I mean, I don't know why <laughs> you wouldn't. I mean, if you could give me one second on why you wouldn't watch the finale of The Bachelorette, I would love to hear that. That's a good point. Um, Jeff could do that. I mean, we literally have no idea how this is going to go tonight, which is really rare when you go into live television and you don't know how it's going to go so uh as a host it's a little scary as a producer it's not a great idea uh for television it's going to be amazing <laughs> all right well that's all we wanted to hear lex gave probably the best one minute ish recap we've ever had chris <laughs> so i will send that off so so you, your, your network may want to use it it's as a promo longer than a minute um, <laughs> yeah we'll definitely send it to you but just we just wanted to say uh have a great show tonight best of luck and we can't wait to uh, catch up with you soon uh to kind of hear all the uh the behind the scenes stuff I appreciate it. I appreciate it, brother. All right, ma'am. Talk Thanks, to you soon. Thanks, Chris. Talk to you soon. That's Chris Harrison. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you prepare Hello. for the... Uh, that's that's how, <laughs> just so you know, one of the secrets to him hosting The Bachelorette yeah. is he needs to be on the ship show before the finale every time. Just for a second. Great to know. My goodness. But it's funny. You were doing your recap. He was sending me a text. I'm like, oh, we'll just kind of combine these all things together. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Now there we I'm go. just jazzed. All right, AJ, um, we want to know if Kai will be getting an account. We'll do that. Yeah. Bigger news, Harry's last show is coming up soon, August the 21st. It is. Sorry, we I was need, looking at an email from Chuck Hoffman. We need a tissue sponsor by then. Yep. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, so we want your questions for Harry. The one rule I will give is do not ask him what he's doing after Callaway. No. Because he ain't answering that. So you're just wasting time and clogging up the email space. But ShipshowCallawayGolf.com, 760-804-4653. Your questions for Harry. This is your last chance to do it last on a ship chance. show. You have two weeks. You have two weeks. Um, we need to get 75 reviews. Review us. Subscribe. Like us. Tell me how to do something with this bird. <laughs> watch The Bachelorette tonight. Please watch The Bachelorette. And if you have thoughts on Big Brother, let me know. Oh, Big Brother. Apparently, that's the next recap that's coming. Thanks, Daniel. No thanks to Sean, who tried to derail this show multiple <laughs> times. Thanks to your voice for holding out. And we will see you next time on The Ship Show. You know, I've been standing here waiting for these guys to finish up since the podcast started. Can I at least get a chair 
Anyways, thanks for listening to the Pirate Ship Show. We'll see you next time. Visit CallawayGolf.com for more. <laughs>